Hi, everyone, and welcome back to the Jason and Petey Project. I am so excited to bring you my next guest. I have known her for years. I have followed her for years, and we finally connected over social media, and we were both like, why haven't we really talked before? So I am so excited to have Sharon Bornholt with me. Welcome, Sharon. Well, thank you, Peely. I'm so excited to be here. So excited to have you on. So Sharon is the owner of Innovative Property Solutions in Louisville, Kentucky. She began investing in 1998 and was originally a rehabber and a buy and hold landlord. When the market crashed in 2008, she became an accidental wholesaler. Today, oh, and this is near and dear to my heart, today her passion is empowering and educating women who have an interest in real estate investing and in teaching other real estate investors how to succeed in this business. So Sharon, welcome to the Jason and Peely Project. So honored, thank you for being here. Well, I'm so happy to be here. It's, uh, it's been a long time coming having so many women in this business. So tell me about this. You got into investing in 1998. Can you give me a history of where you were then to where you are today? And I know that's a big chunk of time. Well, give me some key points. I'll give you the short version. So, um, you know, I, um, I started another business in 1991, which was real estate related. It was a home inspection business, which that's another whole topic, but uh, don't do that. So um, I had, uh, in the course of having that business, I met a lot of real estate agents and, you know, they were fed, fed that business. So one day a realtor came in and said, do you want to go to a RIA meeting? And I said something like, what, what's a RIA meeting? You know, I'll go, but what is it? Because I honestly, back then, there were no women in real estate investing. I mean, almost none. So I truly didn't know. And that was my first idea that you could be in real estate and not be an agent because I had no interest in, in doing that. So I went to that meeting and to this day, all these years later, I still, I still go, you know, course they're virtual now but that was my introduction to a real estate investing and i i bought my first uh, single family house that year so fast forward into about 1998 so i invested part-time for 10 for 10 years i mean you know from uh, from 98 to 2008 i invested part-time and then i sold the other business because it was a very demanding business got rid of the other business. And then I started full-time in 2008. And even then, Peely, it was still, I would walk in my real estate meeting and look around, there's four or 500 investors in our city that would be there. And you could just count the women and then you could go, okay, she's there with her husband. She's there with her husband. She's there with her husband. I mean, there were literally a handful of women and all these years it's been it's been very difficult, I'll say that, to get women in this business. Let's dive a little deeper into that because we are all still dealing with that, although mm -hmm. I can imagine it's probably a little bit easier now for oh yeah, a little bit easier for women to really take a hold of their businesses and get into large real estate. Mm -hmm. But let's talk about the difference between then and now and how you're helping to bring more women in. 
Well, it's funny because we always talk about BI before the internet. <laughs> you know, when we used to do, I mean, you know, direct mail marketing is still very viable today, but back then there were no, I mean, literally there, I went to a few boot camps and I would go, you know, I mean, there was Robin Thompson. There was a tiny little handful of seminars. There were no blogs, there were no podcasts. And you went to your real group and God bless all the men that came before us, but it was the good old boys club. And they would say, today they would say, and boy, in fact, one did say this to me, we never, we never treated you any differently, did we? And I said, no, but the door to the good old boys club was only cracked. It was never opened. And they would tell you this little bit over here. And I decided early on, and that's what I would tell women today. You know, the men certainly have been on this business model for a very long time, and they have a lot to teach. But don't be focused on that. I had to very early on say, okay, I see you over there. I see you over here. Here's my path. I'm just going to go do my thing. I, I'll, I will do it. I will fail. I'll, may, I'll do it. And that's what I always did. You know, it was part of this just stupidity, I think. I mean, really and truly, you just go, if, because if I worried about them and, and all the things that they tried to pull, like, let me, let me tell you how much it's going to cost and say, look, I just didn't fall off of the back of some truck. I owned a home inspection company for 17 years. So no, that's not the way it is. But it was, I went from being this, I tell people I'm a fully recovered introvert. You know, I was the Libra, I was a Libra poster child, Pete. I mean, I, I do anything to avoid conflict and that ship sailed when I got in this business and I, you have to raise your hand and stand up for yourself. Yes, yes, you definitely have to raise your hand and stand up for yourself. And I was actually just asked that question recently and came across, actually, this just happened to me today. Somebody brought a deal to me and just, he was like, okay, I just need the back of the napkin numbers. And he gave me a couple of numbers. He just gave me like the rental and like the area and he didn't even have the number of units or any information. He was like, what, what's the expenses for that? And I was just like, I actually don't know because mm -hmm. you didn't give me enough information. And he actually said, when can I talk to Jason? I've been trying to get a hold of him. I'm like, no, 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 no. <laughs> you don't, even if, even if you were talking to Jason, Jason would tell you the same thing. Anyone, doesn't matter if, if Jason is my husband, if anybody's listening to this, Jason Yerusi is my husband and he's amazing, but he and I both do numbers the same. So it doesn't matter whether or not you're a man or a woman. And what you said about the old boys club, do you still find that it holds true today? I would like to tell you that it's not, but it, but it honestly, there is a component. When I look around at the few female speakers that have spoken in that club in 23 years, there's me and a few national speakers. But to, the truth of the matter is the women are almost never asked and that's just the that's just the truth of it. So once again, you're back to forging your own path. That's when I started my blog. We we had no I had no clue what I was doing. The podcast there were no podcasting courses. People, we just said, okay, we how do we do this? Okay, we get a mic and you know you just have conversations. But I think that's where women nail this business. They just are able to have. There's no magic to it. You just have to be able to have conversations, whether it's us talking like this 
or talking to a seller. And I work a lot in probates and I always tell the men in my course, look, I know a lot of you are really amazing at this, but for a lot of guys, it's like, here's the contract, you know, whatever, here's my, here's my offer. You know, it's not that way with probates and women are uniquely su suited for probates because you're used to negotiating with your children. No, we're, 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 we're gonna go to bed and here's what I'm gonna give you for you to go to bed. <laughs> you get a story or whatever it is. Hey guys, again, thank you so much for taking the time to listen to our show. And if you love what you see, and I know you do, please rate, review, and subscribe. It would mean so much to us. Yeah, it absolutely means the world to us. Helps us get out to a wider audience, really just capture more people that we can help you with this show. Again, if you're getting value, check us out. Thank you again. So grateful to you. So dive a little bit more into that about how women have an actual edge over men in this business. I really believe that. And that's why I was always so dumbfounded as to why it was so hard to get women into this business. I and mean, I think it's because, I, at least for me, when I was a girl, you grew, I grew up always trying to be the peacemaker and make everything work and organize and do all of that. And then you have children and it's, it's a one constant negotiation. Uh, you, but you learn to have conversations and you learn to just, just, be kind to people and speak to people. And I think for men, they're, they've always been so much more business-like. Yep, there's a house and he's $40,000, he has an offer, yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas we go in and we spend the time and we we say, oh, you know, I tell people with probates, you go in there and it, there you see all these cookbooks. Men have no clue what to say. We'll say, oh, was your mom the cook? It, it's a natural thought process for us. Or I'm sure you do that with, you know, it's the same thing if you see something, you know, you ask about the, the golf clubs over there, but it's, it's a natural thought process that women had have in having natural conversations. So how are you, because you are naturally an innovator just by how many years you've been in this business, you are naturally a trailblazer for women. So how, how can women if they're just starting out or if they want to get in, but they're finding doors are closed or if they're trying to talk to that one contractor who's not trying to, who doesn't want to talk to them because they're a woman, how can they stand up for themselves more? How can they be everything that they can be? I think you have to act as if. So I was talking to someone about direct mail the other day and they sent out a bunch of direct mail and then they were too scared to answer the phone. So true story. So I had that, I had this conversation. I said, the worst, absolute worst thing they can do is hang up on you. It's not like you're going to be embarrassed in a public restaurant. So part of it is owning the experience, sit up straight, pretend you've done this a hundred times. And if you don't know the answer, say, you know, I'm, I'm going to check that out and get back with you. But if you say it with confidence, they go, okay, well, it's the same thing with real estate. You just, you just, I'm not saying to do something or give advice that you don't know. That's not what I'm saying, but I'm saying you just got to walk, you got to walk through the fire. And that is really the truth. You got to feel the fire and walk through it anyway. And part of it is just standing up and being your own true self. And when it comes to contractors, I think 
I think really if, if you're meek and you kind of, it, it's, it's it truly is about the way you stand. It's about the way you look them in the eye. And um, you have to become, if you, if you know, if you can envision, I'll say this, if you can envision the person you want to become, you can become that person one step at a time. I love that yeah. answer. You can envision the person you want to become. You can become that person one step at a time. And we're always reaching. We're always trying to be our better selves or reaching mm -hmm. for that better self. So that, I mean, for everybody, and I'm just, I'm at a loss for words because I wish I had found you when I first started <laughs> because I came across the same thing. Jason and I, mm -hmm. We make it a fantastic partnership. Mm -hmm. But as I grow in this business, I'm finding my own voice as a woman and promoting other women in this space. So Sharon, how do you promote women in this space? Luckily, I've built the platform over, over 10 years that um, we're back to the Good Old Boys Club again. There weren't any women to interview. There weren't any women's groups. There weren't in, in my city. And it's like a lot of with uh, the groups that you belong, they've only come about in the last couple of years. So every time I found one, I grabbed onto her and I would say, come on my show. And then I did post on why women uh, were uniquely qualified and I've just tried to draw them in. But until the past couple of years, it's been hard to find enough people to bring to the forefront and they're now that things have changed so much because they have all these resources you have all the women's groups and the podcasts and the role models I didn't really have that you know like I said there was a, there there were a couple of people and that was it and there was one big or OREA conference every year the Ohio real estate investors we went there they're just there weren't the opportunities. So you had to really figure it out the hard way to be honest about it. That is amazing. Cause I've heard that story so many mm -hmm. times. So many women have said the same thing that they'll be at conferences. And this is, this is like two, maybe three, maybe even last year. Yes. When we'd still do conferences. You'd be in the conference mm -hmm. and you'd be one of a handful of women in comparison. Exactly. Exactly. And it's, so I think it's almost a duty and, um, and this is, so my granddaughter, um, I would drag her to closings and, and it was torturous for her because she was making, stapling together cardboard and making purses. She, she, just, she saw her future at about four or five, six as a designer. And I'm going, we're going to a closing today. And she'd go, I have to, do I have to go? And I'd say, yes, you're here today. So I'm going to go show you how we make money. So this, you'll love this story. So she got about eight or nine years old. And, and my closing attorney, who's a member of my RIA, he's, he's, he's a friend. And he would always say, Jordan, what's new? You know, like you've grown so much and all this stuff. So we go along this path and I would frame it. So I'd say, this is how we're going to make money or have lunch afterwards. And I would torture her with the, the HUD ones because I was always double closing and she's always going. So one day she gets to be about 10 or 12 and um, we go in the closing room and I walk out to say something to somebody and my closing attorney walks in the room and he's just kidding her. Jordan, I see, she's looking at the, HUD, the two HUD one statements. Does everything look okay? And she went, no, actually there's a mistake. <laughs> and he said, well, what's wrong? You know, he, thought, he, he still thinks it's a joke. She said, 
my man doesn't get title insurance on the double closing. <laughs> it was like, glory, hallelujah. She actually listened to, it was, it was, it was a memory I will always remember because I had just beat it into her head. Now today, if you ask her, she's, she's in college, so she'd be going, I don't know what you're talking about, but it was so funny at the time that she, she did listen. She didn't want to listen, but she did. But and my purpose in that was not to make her be a real estate investor because, but I want her to see options. I want her to see she can be an entrepreneur and I want her to see role models. It's okay to have a job or, you know, she's interested in medical stuff, although she doesn't really know she's an entrepreneur. I know that, but, um, it's okay. It's okay to be a, have a job. And that's absolutely the right path for a lot of people. But I want you to know there's another, there's another option. If should love, you choose to go down that path. And I love the fact that you gave her that path. Mm. But so many, so often women are given the path of, you know, job and you can go to our entrepreneurship, but we, until recently, we haven't been shown the way like men have. Mm -hmm. So you and that, that story just warms my heart because that's exactly what I'm trying to do with all, with all of my children, mm -hmm. my girl and my two boys. I'm like, this is what mommy and daddy does. And they're mm -hmm. like, can we go watch cartoons? I was like, no. No, yeah. <laughs> well, we would do that and I would take her to houses and we would, go, we would go into areas that weren't like the area where we lived and she would go, I'm not sure it's safe to be here. <laughs> it was, was so funny, but I, we would go in there and she would, she would be, this house is really terrible. I'd go, I know it's such a good deal. And she'd go, but you don't want, you don't want to live here. And I'd go, I would always go back to, let me tell you how you make money on this house. Like, and she learned that early I'd go, what did, what is wrong with this? What is the smell? It's the smell of money. I know I, you told me that. So but I do think you can influence your children. I think I, whether they are a real estate investor or choose a different path, it doesn't really matter. I think it's your duty to show them that there are different paths. And I think it's especially critical for girls. I really do. How, and you said something about mentorship. How can people find out more about how to learn from you? Because seriously, I wish I had known you when I first started. I wish your name was plastered on a billboard that said, <laughs> go to Sharon. Mm. She will teach you how to do real estate. So how can people find you if they want to learn more, men and women? The, the best way is to come over to the blog, uh, the Louisville Gals Real Estate blog and the podcast is, there's a link to the podcast from there. There's a link to all kinds of things. Peely, I've got a, like 900 pieces of content over there. So when I said I've been doing this a long time, it's like, okay, how many ways can you talk about wholesaling? Um, but it, that's the best way because there is a ton of stuff over there for free. And I recommend everybody start with the free line. Start with the free stuff. Get an idea of where you want to go. And then there comes a day when you're going to want to uh, level up, you know, maybe invest in coaching or take a course or something. But that's not where I would necessarily recommend you start. I think that's really, really amazing advice. Mm -hmm. Go to the free content, but make sure when you go to the free content, oh, my listeners, make sure that it begins with Sharon Bornholt says, dot, dot, dot. <laughs> <laughs> but seriously, you want to make sure the content you ingest is amazing. And just with Sharon's knowledge, please go check out the link below. I'll leave the link in the show notes. 
for Sharon. So Sharon, before I let you go, because this, mm -hmm. this has been an amazing and eye-opening conversation. Mm -hmm. What what tidbit of information, of knowledge, of, of power can you give to women out there that don't, don't think that they can, that don't think that they can do it without, that don't think that they can do it themselves? Oh, you have to, you have to believe in yourselves because, and, and I think it's awesome that you have a partner that was interested in building this life with yourself. I didn't have, I did not have someone that was interested in entrepreneurship, but I think if, if you don't believe in yourself and you have to take baby steps, but align yourself with people like Peely and different people that you can find people that you can feel at home with that you can, um, you need somebody that you can have a good cry with when your rehab goes horribly wrong. You need somebody that can help you. And luckily you have those role models, but know that you can do it. And all of the people that came from my generation, it, you can do it. Just be aware of your competition, be aware of the rules over here, but just make your, make your path, make your plan and follow your heart. Do what you want to do. That's the beauty of real estate. It works at every level of when you have children, you have small children, older children. Uh, wait a minute, I'm facing college. I better go do some more real estate. And you can, you can literally design your life around real estate. That's what's so powerful about it. I adore that answer. Basically, Sharon says you do yourself. Do you. Yep. You don't need to mold yourself into this pretty picture of what real estate's supposed to be or what it's not supposed to be. Mm -hmm. Follow what Sharon's saying. Do the study, do the work, and then figure out what you want to do. Yep. Sharon, thank you so much for coming on. I am so grateful. Oh, it was so much fun. Thank you for having me. And for everyone who's listening right now, I am so grateful to you as well. Again, check out the link below. Check out Sharon. And thank you so very much. Join us for your second cup of coffee every Monday through Friday at noon. Live every day brings us our best content we've done so far. Super excited, super engaging, bunch of great guests. We're here to answer your questions and we so appreciate you listening. Make sure to check us out. Can't wait to see you.